Welcome, everybody, to your all-time favorite podcast in the world, and arguably the most useful podcast in the world, Persuasion School. Hey, if this is your first time here, welcome. My name is Jake Savage. Quick background on me if uh, you are arriving for the first time. Uh, And you can read the bio, too, by the way, to learn a little bit more about me. But I'm a former door-to-door salesman, knocked on about 100,000 doors before jumping into a sales startup, where my role there was to build and train a team of elite salespeople around the nation. Did that with the help of some other amazing individuals. We hit the Inc. 500 list of fastest growing companies in the nation two years in a row while I was the president there. And then this year, 2021, I launched my own consulting business where it leveraged corporate sales methods to help nonprofit fundraising teams be more effective. Having a lot of fun with that. And then, of course, through this podcast, Persuasion School, my intent is to teach the masses how to be more persuasive, how to be a more effective communicator and get more of the things that you want in life. Everyday things like raises, promotions, deals, donations, dates, get buy-in on your ideas, get your friends, your partner, your kids to listen to you. This is the is the place to come. So hey, today I'm super excited because we've got a special guest, a guy who's a sales trainer, a podcast host, and now a soon-to-be author. He's been doing this for about 10 years now, and he is into some of the same things as I am, studying the science behind building a positive mindset and the science behind uh, interacting with others and how to strengthen your communication. So going to dive into that in just a second here. But premise of the show, we try to break down one principle or method at a time on persuasive communication, something that is ideally easily digestible, but then more importantly, actionable. So you can put this to use in your everyday life right away. And the the topic that we go into today with my guest and I, this is something that is incredibly digestible. It's easily, it's easy to grasp, easy to comprehend. And once you implement this into your everyday life, you will notice this on a regular basis. It will be kind of fun, actually, a little experiment for you to test out. So I'm excited to, to hear some feedback from you all after listening to the episode. All right, so today the guest is a man named Donald Kelly. So Donald has a podcast that I highly recommend. It is a sales podcast, but if you're not a salesperson, still plenty of insight there to glean on how you can just be more effective at getting buy-in for your ideas. So his podcast is called The Sales Evangelist. He also started another podcast, which is how I actually sort of stumbled into to Donald Kelly, which is called Selling in Color. So it addresses the people of color in sales and the challenges and issues that are faced as well as solutions and just kind of discussions to overcome those challenges altogether. So selling in color, which I highly recommend. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in today. I had a fantastic conversation, getting to know this guy a little bit and chatting in particular about one aspect of neuroscience that can help us to be more effective communicators in our everyday life. So without any further ado, here is Mr. Donald Kelly. Jumping in, Mr. Donald Kelly. First, grateful to have you here, man. Thanks for carving out some time to connect. Of course, man. Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I, I mean, I, I think it's, uh, I, I always am appreciative because, you know, as a content creator myself, I know how challenged it is to get good guests for your shows. And um, sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a tough battle. <laughs> so if I'm able to come and to be accepted, that means a lot. And to be able to share some insights, um, I'm hoping that can help you guys out. 
and help yeah. the community. Absolutely. I know it will just uh, given your podcast, which I've been listening more and more to, and, and I want to get into that as well, but the sales evangelist been loving that you bring some good insights to the table. Uh, Cause you know, there are plenty of sales podcasts out there and some of them just get old cause it's kind of the same <laughs> stuff. So I, I love the fresh approach that you take between that and then selling in color, which I also want to get into, but yeah. anyways, before yeah, I don't want to provide your bio for the audience. I would love to hear it from you. So let's just start by hearing a little bit about what you, I mean, you do a lot of stuff, podcasts, authors, sales trainers. So yeah, just give us a quick uh, background on yourself. Yeah, man. So I started off doing podcasting as a means. I was down in um, Boca Raton, Florida, working as a software sales rep back in 20, you know, after 2011, around that time frame, And I needed to... Um, get more, become more successful. So fortunately I went through a sales training program and it just kind of took off what my uh, sales uh, performance just, it really just lit me up and I was super grateful and I was just passionate. When I find something I get passionate about, I just get, I go ham on it, right? Just go all in. Yeah. And I loved it. And I was talking to everyone and sharing with them what was working. And one of them, um, you know, a buddy was like, you should come on my podcast. And I went on his podcast and then he is like, man, you should create your own podcast. And I was like, maybe I should. And uh, it was cool. And I uh, started doing that as an opportunity to just to share what was working for me with, as a sales rep and how I can help other sales reps who are coming up after me and whatnot. And it was selfish in a lot of ways too, um, Jake, because I was able to connect with folks who were sales leaders and, you know, who I didn't have and, and experts. I didn't have the uh, ability to just go out and connect with if I was just any old Joe, but because I had a podcast that was able to put me in a different hemisphere hmm. and that was able to give me like 30 minutes with folks like Gittimer or Anthony Ian Arena or Jill Conrath. And those made, um, you know, if I had paid for coaching for them, that would have been, you know, hundreds, thousands of dollars. So it was a, it was a awesome, awesome, uh, uh, ability. And then from there, the business just started to take off um, even more. So in, in a sense that we got people who started reaching out and asking for coaching tips and uh, speaking. And then from the I, podcast, that from the podcast. Yeah. Awesome. So guests, um, I mean, listeners, and um, then I use my, use the podcast as well. Did my, you know, a lot of marketing and hustling, just like, you know, sharing content everywhere. Um, and then, uh, you know, community friends uh, who'd asked me to speak at different things and yeah opportunities just grew from it and then in 2015 it just made sense to jump ship um, and started doing full-time the sales consulting firm that developed as a result of the podcast wow um, and then um, the, so when did you sorry so, when did you start the podcast 2013 okay so two years of that before jumping ship got it yeah now it wasn't like making like ridiculous money at that point but you know my wife and I would made some plans it wasn't replacing my sales income but it, we saw the viability of it that we had uh, consistency that we did have money coming in and if I was to put 100% of my focus on it and some you know some uh, some sales my sales skills behind it what could happen and it grew um, to where we are today um, in 2015 to 2021 now Um so six years later after that. So it's, it's fantastic. And um, yeah, I'm, you mentioned I'm working on my book uh, right now. So almost a published author. So here's the manuscript part of it for chapter one. We are working on that, but it's called Sell It Like a Mango. Okay. So you get to see a new seller's guide to closing more deals. Um, that's the working uh, spot. But the concept behind this is that no matter what you sell, no matter who you are, um, no matter what business you're in, even if you're not in sales, 
the idea is that you're going to, no matter what industry and you're, you have competition, you have people doing similar things. And when I grew up in Jamaica as a kid, you always saw people on the corner of the road selling stuff. And yeah. it's like the same thing that the next person is selling and the next person. So it's like, how can people be successful selling the same exact thing? And mm-hmm. t- took some of those concepts and put it into a book, applying it to B2B sales stateside. So sell it like a mango. Um, how to <laughs> I love it. Out like a new sales rep. Yeah. Yeah. D- just out of pure curiosity, were yep. there any people like mango salespeople that stood out to you? Do you remember <laughs> any particular uh, salespeople that you saw? Like one that just had a fantastic personality or whatever and like captured the attention of the, the passersby. Anybody like that? Um, I can't think of anyone in particular exactly, but I do remember like when we were walking to school, um, um, we went back in 2015, in 2017. And that's when I was like, we need to do the, uh, and my um, big shout out to Azul. um, uh, He was, he's my book coach um, and he would help folks like Pat Flynn, but he helped me um, to use my own story but one of the things i remember a, a guy that was a family friend and we call them his name is the is scorpion and yeah. uh call him the general but uh um the general was he used to sell peanuts and he would have like a bicycle um we had a tricycle with the um front of it where it was like you probably see these in like some of the south american countries or caribbean countries but they had a big box and it was like a firebox something you know whatever it was just, just roasting the peanuts in the front side and he would ride around and sell peanuts, but other people did it too. But it's, it's his personality. It's the general. And, uh, you know, yeah. that, that was able to stand out. And then the other things, when I we would go to school, you'll go through the marketplace and you'll see, you know, the same folks. But the ones that the people who actually were standing out, the ones who, you know, they're, um, they were hacklers, they would say stuff, they would talk to people, they would engage, they were creative, they stood out from the pack. Um, but to point out one individual, I, I can't remember anyone in particular, but I just remember seeing those concepts. And when we went back in 2017, we did go to the market, and we saw that same idea again, those people who were more, you know, people who were, were there, just being almost like a lump on a log and, and you know, selling, but there are people who are actively actively selling, um, and uh, you can rely on your clientels, or you can also get new clientels by being uh, using your personality. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. things to learn. Well, it's a it's a great title, and I'm excited yeah. to check it out. Cool. So it sounds like you know we have some overlap as well. We both have podcasts. We're in the sales world. We both share a passion for the mindset aspect of it, but we we both seem to appreciate the science that's coupled with that. Oh yeah. So Right. Yeah. So not just kind of like the, you know, the mindset lofty ideals, we want cold, hard science to back it up as well. And I'm excited to dive into that with yep. you today. Yeah. So you, in your sales training, you said that one of the recent sort of kicks that you've been on is providing this mindset training to companies or organizations or whoever it is that you're training. And yeah. I don't, don't want to, you know, I want to wait for, for you to drop it here, but what, what, are, what are some of the things that you've been teaching these companies recently that's been working? So I, about four years ago, I got introduced, or I want to say about four years ago this year, I got introduced to a company called the Pacific Institute. And if you're not familiar with them, anyone, I highly recommend you go check them out. The Pacific Institute has been around for 45 years. Their founder and his wife was Lou and Diane Tice. The company is now led by a CEO named Mark Pansiera. And they have cornered the market on neuroscience and leadership and just like mental success. And we all know that works because I have friends who are, one of my buddies, he is the um, 
the mindset essentially coach for uh, the uh, race, Tampa Bay race. Wow. And I'm sure he's getting paid pretty good money. They wouldn't invest in somebody like that. Just, I mean, they think about that. A comp- an organization like that have somebody focus on mindset. One individual or team focus on my, helping to sell us mindset. Think about that, right? Yeah. We know if they're if they're making that much money as a, in a ball club and won the World Series, and he also worked with the Red Sox and they won as well you know, a couple of, you know years ago yeah. um, with the, the World Series. So the point is, this top organization focus on this. So why don't we do this in corporate America? And the Pacific Institute did that and worked with a lot of major companies. So the couple now come down to the sales side. I can tell you right now, I'm going to connect with some of you. You're going to be on, you're going to reach out to me on LinkedIn, Donald C. Kelly. <laughs> you can find me there. And then you're going to ask me questions like, you know, what, how can I help with my email or how can I help with this? I'm going to give you some tips and then here's what's going to happen. Some of you are going to take it and you're going to use it. And some of you are not going to use it and you're going to fall off. You know, you, you, you got the advice, you asked the question. So that comes back down to beg the difference, like what beg the difference, like why don't people do what they know they're supposed to do? I mean, if all of us did exactly what we we're supposed to do, we probably would be all billionaires or, or pretty darn close to millionaire status. We would all have, you know, rock hard abs and look our best, <laughs> yeah. um, eight pack abs. But we don't do. I mean, like last night, I ate like three extra plates because I was really, really hungry and I knew I wasn't supposed <laughs> to eat that much that late, but I wanted to. So, you know, I made that decision. So, but the point is, when it comes to word sales, though, like there are many of us who, and especially coming out of 2020 and 2021 now, we see that with the pandemic, people had this, they know what to do, but they got, they got shell-shocked. They got kicked in the face, so to speak. Uh, and, and it becomes this trepidation and your mental psyche is not there. So the Pacific Institute, having that 45 years of mindset coupled with my years of sales experience, we were able to marry those things together. And there's a program, I have it on my desk because we're doing a, a, some coaching today. It's called Thought Patterns for High-Performing Sales Professionals. Mm. And the great thing about this program is that now it helps us based on neuroscience to figure out why people are doing and what they're, why they're doing certain behaviors and why they're not doing certain behaviors. We help them to understand that we go for like 10 weeks, I mean, excuse me, six weeks with them and they go in depth and to be able to get it. So one of the principles that we saw and this again, this is all from the Pacific Institute. One of the things that uh, they they've seen, and you, everyone, a lot of people know this concept. It's called the reticular activating system, right? And the reticular activating system is like a net, it's like our, uh, a, a net-like grouping of cells uh, of uh, nerves at about the bottom of our brain. And what it does is, it's basically like that. It's like a net. Um, it collect, it stops, or it lets information through. So let me give you an example. If I'm drive, if we are looking for cars, say you're my right wife and I were talking about getting the new car, and one of the things we're talking about is the Tesla, um, at the, you know, right now. So everywhere we go. Tesla is around now. And it's not that we didn't see Tesla before. We did see them, but the rate that we're seeing Teslas, it's like ridiculous. Like everybody's driving a Tesla now. And we're seeing black ones and we're seeing white ones and we're seeing blue ones and we're seeing all different types of gray ones. And uh, we're seeing metallic ones. <laughs> we're seeing all these Teslas on the road. And it's not that they weren't there before. We just weren't paying attention to them until our reticular activating system was activated and started pointing out those opportunities to us. And it goes the same exact way and the opposite too. If we, if it, Since it's going to help us to point stuff out to us or help us to recognize things, then it can do the opposite. Like say, for instance, if we were to say that the economy is bad, 
then we can go out as a sales rep and we're going to find articles. We're going to automatically see blog posts. We're automatically going to see, you know, hear stories on the news about why the economy is so bad and why we're not going to be successful in sales, why our companies are not going to grow. And the issue with that is that now we planted in our RAS to look for that in our reticular activating system. So then, and it's not that good stuff are not there. Opportunities are there, but you're just not looking for them. So that which you focus on, that way you see the results with, and that's the science that come back to that principle. Because all of us have probably had that, you know, those old adage from grandparents or we heard from people. When you focus on that, what you focus on, you're going to see results with. If you want to see the bad in the world, you're going to see bad in the world. And it's because your reticular activating system is pointing that stuff out to you. Mm. And if you heard about the secret, that book, you know, they tell you, just put it out to the universe and it's all coming back down to the reticular activating system. Mm. If I were to say, I want to be a millionaire. It's not that all of a sudden then millionaire opportunity comes to me. I'm just now more aware of millionaire opportunities. I might read more magazines and I might find more articles. I might talk to more people who are millionaires. I might stop hanging around my broke friends who are trying to get money off of me. I will. So <laughs> yeah. then it's like, it's like all of a sudden the universe is bringing stuff to you. No, you're just now more aware about it. And if you think about that as a sales professional, if we can get sellers to be more aware for buying opportunities and some of them will say, yeah, I, I know that stuff. Like, why don't you do it? Why don't you do it? Why do you complain? And why do you have all these negative thoughts? But this is one of those principles that we teach them. And we tie that to some sales concepts so that they can marry the neuroscience piece. And then also tie the sales component and how they can be successful. Then we go into different strategies throughout the program. So it goes on for like six weeks, but as you can tell, I got excited about that, man. Um, I'll give you an example. Working with a large um, company um, in the financial space. Uh, I can't reveal their name, of course, but they... um, and uh, but they yesterday we have a Slack channel that we 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 do and we went over the principles of affirmations and we gave them some goals and helped them to set some up and understand again the science behind this yesterday and they typically one of the things that their manager try to help them to do is set two appointments per day. So my uh, co-facilitator she was at the, when we end of the day uh, end of the training she was like you know, instead of, you know, she's like, we, I told them, let's go out and set those two appointments. And then she was like, let's set five appointments. One of the girls in the group yesterday, she set six appointments in one day, six appointments. And it, all it came back down to, she was able to understand how she was thinking. She was able to understand the power of affirmation. She believed that she could do it and she went out and did it. And some sales professionals or business owners or just individuals listening to this probably say, you know, this sounds like, you know, that that pie in the sky, like, you know, big idea stuff. Listen, you can dog it if you want to, just like I did. And I did that. I was like, man, I want to hear that stuff. Just I want to see the money. Show me the money, man. But when I did that in 2020, top of the year, started focusing on that, Jake, 2020 was our best year financially. And 2021 is probably on track to, you know, beat that by mid-year. It's just the way we're thinking, the way that we're thinking, the same sales skills, same knowledge, but the way that we're thinking and how we're behaving. Hmm. Money. So much to unpack there. And I love it. I love it. And I, uh, I've been looking into this, the reticular activating system as well. And I know it's something that's been applicable in my own life across different sales experiences, primarily door to door, just like you said, I mean, I would be dropped into neighborhoods where, you know, you just look around and it's, uh, you don't want to be judgmental, but you look in the neighborhood and you're like, can anybody afford what I'm selling? And then you get put into a super rich neighborhood and you're like, None of these people would want to buy from a door-to-door salesperson because these are yeah. mansions. 
So no matter what, you can you can have the opposite effect where you start to just create these boundaries for yourself and you box yes. in. Whereas using this particular activating system, just change what you're looking for and start thinking, no, these people can't afford it and they need it. And then if yes. you're in a these people will buy from me because they need it, blah, 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 whatever. And then boom, you start to see it actually play out in real life. Yeah. Man, oh man, it is, um, it's, it's something that I think everybody needs to at least try. Like you said, you can dog it if you want, but just by all means, try. Just yeah. try. You will notice. So I love that. Hey, so what are some of the things that maybe you've trained your RAS, R A S people? Yeah. Because we keep toss, tossing this out, reticular activating. So what, what are some things that you've trained your RAS to look for in addition to Tesla's? <laughs> Um, so one of the things particularly that I look for is, especially when I go on LinkedIn, right? Because we know that like for, um, one of the, the big piece is we have a revenue goal that we are trying to hit as a, no, not, we're striving to hit as an organization. So then now VPs of sales is one of those things that I put into my reticular activating system. And I look for what are the challenges VPs of sales particularly have. And it's amazing how all of a sudden I find articles that affect VPs of sales. Um, I find content that affect VPs of sales. I find VPs of sales all over and, and I'm able to create those, my compelling content relative to them. That's one piece that I look for. The second thing that I do, especially with our second podcast now, is called Selling in Color. And what I try to find is, you know, the studies show that only 20% of sales professionals are people of color. And I was like, you know, we, we want to, there's a company, uh, organization out there called Sales for the Culture. And I'm fortunate to be, um, you know, be a, a part of that group and to watch and to see what Morgan Ingram and uh, Jacob um, Gabberwald and uh, Dewan Brown and some of these other amazing folks are putting together, um, Shelton Banks. So I'm able to be a fly on the wall and to be a part of this group. But then all of a sudden now I'm seeing a lot more and paying attention to people of color um, when it comes to word sales. Because only 20% of all professional salespeople are people of color. So it's fascinating now that I'm, I understand that, how I look and I'm finding uh, folks that can, you know, I can help and also that I can connect with and help them to recognize the power of a, a sales career. So, I mean, those are a couple, two examples, like just real quick. So one on the money generating side and one on just on the uh, personal side of connecting with other folks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I've got to say, I've done the same. So I, I listened to your episodes on Selling in Color, which is a brand new podcast. And, and before we close that. out, I, I definitely want to, uh, sure. to have you share about that. But the same thing for me, I, you know, one of, one of the episodes is, I think it's, is it where are the people in color in sales or like where yeah. are the black people in sales? And yeah. so I, I listened to that a week and a half ago on a yeah. Sunday and I've already noticed the same myself on LinkedIn. Cause I was thinking, you know, as soon as I saw that title, where are the black people in sales, I was like, yeah, that's a great question. Where are a lot of the black people in sales? And then boom, that tapped into my RAS personally. And I've seen way more black people and people of color all over LinkedIn. And it's just, I think that's a little bit more inspiring to see as well, especially as a sales leader. So anyways, it's tapping into my RAS, which is yeah. great. So I've told you before that the audience here at Persuasion School might hear an eight-month-old. Um, Bro, that sounds awesome because that sounds <laughs> like my uh, my one-and-a-half-year-old. Uh, this morning, I was doing some uh, podcast myself. So, yeah, uh, so I think the it. audience, we all relate to this nowadays. <laughs> yeah, 100%, 100%. All right. So as I've said before, the Persuasion School audience isn't just salespeople. You know, we try to use sales principles and apply them to the masses so that people can get more of the things that they want in life. 
raises, promotions, dates. I think that this reticular activating system stuff that we're talking about is going to be applicable right here. Everybody that's been single for forever and saying there's nobody out there for me, maybe now you just need to change the, sh- the thinking. <laughs> Fill that grass with opportunities. Or same thing for asking for the raise or promotion. Start to, start to think about this and you'll start to pick up on opportunities. Again, it's not like frou-frou lofty idealism. This is real hardcore science. You will start to notice these opportunities. And and another thing for, you know, the masses and how we can become more persuasive. I listened recently to, I guess your last, or I guess it must've been yesterday when, because your last podcast episode on sales evangelists, it was a replay of one that you had done in the past about Oprah. Oh yeah. She was like accidentally a great salesperson. But you said at the very end, you didn't even bring up the reticular activating system. You said, um, hey, like Oprah, let's all be out there looking for opportunities to be selfless. Because that yeah. was one of the traits that you assigned to her that's led her to become a great salespeople, great salesperson and also just per- TV personality. So um, is that something that you've done? And have you noticed more opportunities to be selfless in your everyday life? For sure. I mean, a hundred percent. Like I think even with just a, a fact of doing a podcast, I mean, it started off in a way to, you know, I, I joke about it. It was selfish that I was able to get an opportunity to get these coaching and training opportunities, but a large portion of that was selfless. I mean, you weren't making money from doing it. You're just sharing the content mm-hmm. and, you know, you want to help people. So that's one of the first things. And the second thing is, especially on LinkedIn, in my world of sales, uh, I'll give an example there and a non-sales example. But if I'm, as I am going out on my day-to-day effort and I'm looking for people who are in, you know, who are in need of the services that we have to offer, that people who, um, who need help. Um, one of the guests I had on, he said, you look for ways that you can give unsolicited uh, value. How can I add unsolicited value? And uh, if I'm, I connect my strategy, I mean, uh, open playbook here. I, we try to connect with uh, VPs of sales, sales directors, sales leaders on LinkedIn. So then now automatically I'm more aware and understand some of their challenges that they're facing. So then now I, I, I'm able to share and to look for selfless opportunities, share insights that can help them when it comes towards helping their sales team and just give out stuff for free. Um, and then naturally what happens there is the reciprocate, you know, it's, it's reciprocated, like where they'll ask okay. questions or engage yeah. in conversations with me. So that's another piece. And then, so go back on the other side, the, you know, the personal side, I mean, one of the things I do, I, I was a, not was, you're still an Eagle Scout, right? So I went through a scouting program and you look for ways you can serve people. I mean, even right now during the coronavirus era, can you still uh, find ways to help? Yeah, I'm at a grocery store and somebody, you know, they, like I, I go to Aldi. I don't know if anyone goes to Aldi. But you know that the shopping cart, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's Publix down here in South Florida, and uh, we go to Aldi and Publix. And um, but one of the things that all you know, Aldi, every time I use that you know machine with a quarter, I try to find is there someone that I can just give this to? And I know sometimes right now people are a little more cautious, but you know they have the wipes. But I'm like, hey, this card is you can use this card if you like. You just wipe it down. Um, but then. Um, you know, they're able to get a little court. It's something simple, right? But you can do that. Or people who might, you know, people Wait, so who you have, have to a, pay a quarter for a shopping cart at all. Oh. <laughs> if you don't know the, all the experience, man, you got to go check it out. No, the, <laughs> I've never it's, been. I'll have to go. Yeah, it's a very cost-effective uh, strategy that they do. Instead of you bringing the cart back, I mean, instead of having bus uh, bag, uh, you know, sh- cart runners to go out and just get the shopping carts, the strategy. And uh, I got introduced to Aldi in Michigan, like back in 2004 but they um you bring you bring a quarter 
and you put it in the little machine so you can get the shopping cart, but the, in the enticement that people want to get their quarterback. So they'll bring their shopping cart back and plug it back in. Um, so that's their trick. So anyways, psychological stuff, um, sure. but it's cost saving for them. But the point is, you know, can I give that to someone else? And I, you know, I do that or in, I mean, it's nothing big there, but then you also find families with like in our church or uh, community friends that might have need. I look for ways, how can we help my wife and I, we've made a conscious effort is how can we give back to other people? Um, and that's one way we, you know, we do like give people like a dinner or things of that nature. Um, just look for ways to serve. And if you look, there are sure. tons of opportunities to serve. But oftentimes we're in such a rush to go back to our own lives and rush to go home to do nothing that we don't pay attention to people. Um, that person with the broke down car that needs a jump start, um, or that person who have a flat tire that we can help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, good stuff right here yeah, with the with the reticular activating system and just looking for ways to to be of service to others. I also like that you said unsolicited value versus offering unsolicited advice. Yeah. I think that's something a lot of us can take away is considering ways to provide unsolicited value to others, especially to your boss if you plan to ask for a raise or you know whoever it may be that you're intending to persuade. All right. Bro, so true, man. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right. So such, you know, so far, this has been fantastic, Donald. I appreciate it. And obviously, I think you and I could probably go all day um, because <laughs> sure, we do share the same passions. I, uh, I want to open up the, the floor real quick just for you to chat about selling in color, just letting us know a little bit about what it is, the type of resources that you offer, conversations that you're having, and how we can keep up with both that and then the other things that you're working on. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we started to do, um, you've pro- probably seen the movie, the Batman, um, the dark Knight, um, right. By old, whatever time that came out, like 2011. But, um, one of the things that the Joker said when he was in a scene with the, all the, the bad uh, guys, and they was trying to convince them that he could kill the Batman. They're like, well, if you could kill him, why don't you go kill him then? And it's like, if you could do something, you do it for, you don't do it for free. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we, we give out a ton of advice and I used to give out tons of advice regarding my podcast. Then one of my, um, friends had pointed out to me, you know, ask questions, can you help us with our own podcast? And essentially we have a team that produce our show. So we started uh, producing the shows for others, um, uh, companies. So now, now we have nine shows that we produce. Three of them are our own and, um, the remaining, what's that? Six are for clients. Um, and one of the shows that we started producing is uh, selling in color. And back in 2019, December, I did a networking event. I started me to doing these in-person events and uh, we started getting some good traction and across the street was Tony Robbins event in downtown West Palm beach. Mm. And, um, from where we were and the, you know, my couple of my, my buddies came and my uh, brother and one of our other friends and they're like, man, imagine if we could do something like, uh, have the convention center and have all of our, you know, a big event like Tony Robbins is having right now. Um, we had like, you know, maybe a hundred people or something like that. Um, Tony had like hundreds of thousands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, it was like, yeah, you know, that'll be, that'll be super cool. Something like that would be awesome. And um, then I started thinking like, man, why don't I like started having a conversation about sales? I'm like, why don't I, uh, why don't I give advice to them and give help to them? And I was thinking how many people spend money, like, good money on, you know, soliciting using my services or engaging us into helping them. And I was like, I have all this value that I can share with my family, my friends, people who look like me. Um, 
and um, who, you know, given them an opportunity to get opportunities that I've enjoyed. So I was like, would you guys like to work with me? And then they're like, you know, they weren't necessarily all sales guys. One of my brother did some door-to-door um, as well for AT&T at one point. I was like, he was like, yeah, you know, I'll open to that. And we started having some dialogue. And anyways, so they started to work with us. Then 2020 happened. Then the summer of 2020 happened. And then a lot of people started asking those questions, like, you know, being more cognizant of like, where are we? Do do I have any implicit bias that I have in my organization? And, um, you know, then people started asking about that question, where are Black people in sales? And, you know, it's doing articles and things of that nature. So when we started, uh, you know, in 2019 and 2020, started just thinking about it, the idea came for a podcast. And then later in the year, obviously with summertime and then obviously these questions came up. I'm like, well, we're here as well. Um, and I thought it'd be great to do a podcast that can help gear towards people of color, whether you're white. I mean, white folks listen to it all the time as well. <laughs> like you're, you're black, you're Hispanic, you're Jew, you're Gentile, you're um, <laughs> Greek, you're, you know, Pacific Islander. Um, you're, you're from the Asian Asian countries, like we have all ramification, but there's certain issues that affect people of color and sales. And it's, it's a safe place for us to come and talk about some of those things and to be open with it. And uh, we decided to do a second show um, and that's called Selling in Color. So we have Sales Evangelist, which has been around since 2013. And we have over a 2.5, close to 2.5 million downloads on that one. Um, and over 15, on, close to 1500 episode, Sales Evangelist. 2.5 million so, downloads. Yeah, Holy moly, that's incredible. So, it's um, we produced a ton of content on it. So you know, there's a lot of downloads <laughs> yeah. on that. Um, and then um, selling in color obviously just started, so it's just a different uh, niche, a part of the sales world. But with both of those content, um, there, if you're in per- looking for persuasion skills, you may not be in selling professionally, but you're looking to improve your sales skills or your persuasiveness. You need to check it out, and would love to have you. Um, over there and check them out. You can go to the salesevangelist.com or you can go to our creative studios, which is tscstudios.io. Um, and you could check out the shows there as well. Love that. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks, so man. how many episodes do you have so far on Selling in Color? We have seven, I think. Uh, so at least get oh, published wow. tomorrow. Today is Tuesday. Yeah. One okay. got published today. So an episode how many got do you published put out today. per week? One per week for Selling in Color. Okay. Okay. So, but we we launch with three. Um, so then the and again more strategies behind that with launches, um, and then uh, so it's kind of like you binging a movie on Netflix. You know, you want to get like you you listen to one, you're gonna want to listen to a couple in a row. Um, so day one we do that, um, and then each week we produce one episode following that. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Well, that just means I've got some some catching up to do. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think it's amazing. Just also Thanks, uh, being a sales leader for uh, a company with around fifty people, we've got people of all colors from all backgrounds that work there, and I know that a handful have actually said, "I'm tired of looking at these resources from middle aged white guys." And <laughs> I, th- I think um, it's just helping to provide more representation, you know. And I yep. think specifically addressing some of the challenges and issues that you guys are doing through selling in color is super helpful. So, um, yeah, I, I was excited to see that. So, anyways, Donald, I appreciate it, man. It's been so good chatting with you and just learning from you about the RAS. Retire activating system. 
It's exciting stuff. All right. So moving forward, how can we, we can keep up with your journey through the podcast. Are you on social media? Can we engage? Yeah. The best place to go camp out. I would love for you all to do is on LinkedIn. Um, You can also find me on Instagram, Donald C. Kelly. So both of those spots, Uh, we have a Facebook group called the sales evangelizers. So if you want to get some more persuasive skills or improve your, um, you know, sales skills, go to the sales evangelizers on Facebook. You can connect with me on personally, Donald C. Kelly on LinkedIn and Donald C. Kelly on Instagram, whatever your preference is. Love it, man. And then lastly, when is the book coming out? Oh, that's the question. Uh, that's the question. They keep uh, uh, hounding me on that. We're in the second round of uh, structural, of uh, grammatical error uh, editing right now. We did two rounds of structural edits. Okay. So then now we're going to the first round of the grammatical um, edit. So after this, we're probably, I think we're looking at early fall for the launch. So Okay. It's exciting. So yeah. plan, plan for on September. Love it, man. Well, I'll be yeah. on the lookout for that. But like I said, appreciate you taking this some time just Thank to you. share these gems with us. It's great chatting. Same to you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Okay. Uh, and if you haven't subscribed to Jake podcast, please subscribe to the podcast and leave him a rating and review because that is gold and it's money with his show. Um, people are able to, people need to know more about this podcast. So please, please, please subscribe. That's my pitch for you, man. <laughs> I will take it. I always <laughs> forget to bring that up. Uh, yeah. I need to get better about uh, addressing the ratings and reviews. So thank you, man. I appreciate that very much. Anytime, brother. Cool. All right. Well, hey, hopefully our paths will cross again soon. We'd love to stay in touch and follow the journey, uh, but keep doing what you're doing. Of course, man. Thank you, Jake. Guys, that's it. Hope you enjoyed my interview with Donald Kelly. I know that I did. Definitely one of my favorites so far. And my reticular activating reticular activating system has already been picking up a new thing since we had that conversation. So I think you should definitely try that out, make a little experiment out of it, pick something new, even use the Tesla example and just watch your reticular activating system at work. And then once you try it, you know, hopefully you can start using this in your everyday life to identify those new opportunities in places where you can be more persuasive and go after those things that you want and deserve in life. Hey, if you're looking for more content on persuasive communication, catch me on Instagram, pretty active on there. It's at It's Jake Savage. Also, always feel free to send me a DM. Love hearing from the listeners. Love getting to know you guys and why you like the show and how we can make the show better. Speaking of that, we now have a survey that's live on our website, persuasionschoolpodcast.com. I know not a lot of people like taking, there There are some of you that for some reason just love taking surveys, but most people don't like taking surveys. I get it. But hey, this says it takes two minutes. I timed myself. It t- took me 60 seconds. And so it's live on the website, persuasionschoolpodcast.com. You don't have to go to any other pages. Just go there, scroll down. You'll see it right in the middle of the website. The survey exists to help us better understand you better get to know you so that we can just continue improving the show and really make this your favorite podcast of all time. Also, got to back up what Donald said. Man, I always forget to ask for ratings and reviews for whatever reason, but those do go a long way. It just helps us to gain more traction, stay around longer, and reach more people, help more people get the things that they want in life. It has been incredible lately just to hear the stories of people who are getting raises, are getting jobs, are feeling more confident, are closing more deals because of something that they learned and tried on Persuasion School. That's what this is all about. So if we get more ratings and reviews, we can help more people do just that. Lastly, been bringing this up on more and more episodes. Gotta throw this plug in at the end here. My wife and I are super passionate about fighting human trafficking. 
particularly sex trafficking. And there's so much to do in this area. But if you've seen something about this recently or heard about it and you want to get involved, but you don't know how, I wouldn't want you to suffer from that thing, paralysis by analysis, where there are so many different ways to get involved, but you don't get involved because you're never really sure how to start. Hey, you can just, I'll, I'll make it simple for you. Just go to persuasionschoolpodcast.com. Two ways. First, there is a donate button under the section that says Jake's fight. You can give there and we will pass on 100% of the donations to anti-trafficking organizations, both here locally in the U.S. and globally. So that's option number one. Option number two is you can buy one of the t-shirts that I am wearing in the cover art where it says, trust me, I'm a salesman. We also have, trust me, I'm a saleswoman. Those, both of those shirts are for sale and 100% of the profits will also go towards those same initiatives. Other than that, that wraps it up for today. Appreciate all of you guys, the listeners, until Monday. Oh, speaking of Monday, Monday Q&A. If you've got a question that you want answered on the show, also go to persuasionschoolpodcast.com. Drop me a line. I will see it, and we can try to get to it on our Monday episodes. Until then, have an awesome weekend. Catch you guys later.